Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. Just, I really don't like the drive of the minivan. Okay. I like sitting up higher, and I just don't like how I feel in it. Like, which I know sounds silly. And Liz. I mean, I kept track, so I remembered who I sent thank yous to. So if I received their gift, I would say received, wrote a thank you, yes or no. So like, I know who didn't send me a gift. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Hi, everyone. How's it going? We are back. It feels so weird to record without a baby in my arms. Like, Liz, sit I'm back. so free. Sit back and relax. I really can. We don't have it's to worry incredible. about anyone crying, anyone needing to eat. We are both not breastfeeding during this podcast recording, yeah. which talk about having your body back. It's it's just crazy that I can like sit here and move my arms like I'm I a know. new woman. So James is at daycare and I'm back to work. And Liz is back to work and we're doing good. I actually quit breastfeeding this week. How's that going? It's okay. Yeah. I mean, I was I was only down to like one feeding one to two feedings a day and it was just we were just done. Fred yeah. was kind of done. I was kind of done. He's a little bit of a biter. Well, I feel like when they get teeth, that is just ter- <laughs> that is terrifying. I know. I've, I always set out with the intention to try to make some sort of combination for a year, and I've never made it to a year. So yeah. I did George for six months, Hattie for nine months, and Fred for seven months. So I'm, but it's fine. Like, I'm proud. Yeah. I'm proud of myself. Okay. And yeah. Good. I don't know why I felt like I need to share that. Well, Kel, it's your podcast. You can do whatever you well, want. Well, I wanted to tell everybody. Okay. Mainly I think because everyone wants to know. Here's why I mainly wanted to tell everybody. Because the amount of things I do sometimes, and everyone's like, can you do that while you're breastfeeding? Yeah. Guess what? I'm not breastfeeding anymore. Okay. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Okay. And also, obviously, I check with my doctor all the time, too. Right. Exactly. And people forget that I have a doctor also. People forget that some days. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Yeah. Well... <laughs> Good for you. Anyway, let's um, let's do our little roadmap. So we are going to have a millennial word. We're going to have a dump. Um, we're going to have industry news, advice, ditch the drive through. Yeah. Industry news is quake worthy. Whoa. Yeah. That's what we call a cliffhanger. I know. And I haven't. Honestly, the auto industry has been pretty light. I feel like we've been the ones like bringing all the news lately but i actually found some good stories today so i'm very well, very excited that's good because i think i'll be able to use our millennial word of the day once we come to industry news and that's the perfect segue to our millennial word of the day where we learn gen z slang so we can be less, less lame. lame and today's word is altered my brain chemistry oh my gosh do you know what that means yeah that means like when something changed you forever yes um, alter your brain chemistry is to say that it was such a powerful moment or memory that it changed you as a person. But they're saying it for things that don't really alter your brain. Like, it, yeah, pu- I had my first pumpkin spice latte of the season and it altered, altered my, my brain, brain chemistry. chemistry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's our word. Where are you at on the pumpkin spice lattes are out? Because people question. are like, um, you know what? I they're out. Okay? I don't care. No, I don't get they're out. Chill out. That's fine. I will wait until like the first cold day just because that's how I want to enjoy it. I agree. But um, I actually am more of an iced pumpkin spice girl. And I think that came from living in Dallas because it was never really fall. Um, So I just like need a slightly cool day, but not too cold where I want a hot coffee. Yeah. And then I'll I'm all about it. I'm kind of just over the trope of like, it's too early to start. I'm over people today. (laughs) 
I know, like two podcast episodes. July was too early for Halloween decorations. No, 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 no. I agree. To me, to me, Halloween decorations feels different than a pumpkin spice latte. I wouldn't be mad at pumpkin spice lattes. We're out all the time. Like some people just like pumpkin. Yeah. Calm down. Um, Yeah, I'm fine with it, and I'm excited for everyone who's really excited about it. I am because some people are so passionate for it. And some people are so passionate against it. It's really crazy. Um, the controversy we have in our country today is the divide is quite apparent. Um, but I'm happy for the people who are thriving with it. I'm happy for them, too. I hope their brain chemistry is doing OK. <clears throat> and are you ready for my driveway, Dom? Yeah. Can I start with what I something I have to say? Yeah. Because I was just listening to our last our Tuesday's episode. where We were talking about Snow White and how um, on these uh live action remakes they feel the need to change the story so they wanted to make snow white this Mm -hmm. like leader whatever you know what really pissed me off what is who is the when you think of the princess who uh, not even a princess but the girl who owned up who fought for her for her family who was a leader who do you think of mulan mulan you know what they did in live action mulan what they changed the story they gave her superpowers. They gave her powers. She had like the power of Are you chi. Sure? Positive. She she was the power. She had the power of chi, which she found out she had when she was a kid, and then she like really honed into it. And in at the end of the movie, and it's like, why did why did you take the girl, the leader, who could like she should be able to do this without superpowers, and you gave her superpowers? Yeah, that, I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah, and it really rubbed me the wrong way when they came out with it because it. Because Mulan is the girl who can do it all. Yeah. And she's the leader. And now it's like, oh, well, women can only do that if they have superpowers now. So that rubbed me the wrong way. And I just think with them remaking these movies and why I think I liked Beauty and the Beast so much was because they didn't change the story. And I got to see a storyline that I love, but in like real life, like not animated. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'm not like obsessed with the live action in general. Like, I just don't. To me, I'm always like, who is this movie for? Like, is it? Yeah. Is is it really enough of a market for millennials who want to see their childhood movies come to life? That's fair. You know what we need? We need more freaking kids movies. The way that Disney, if you're a Disney Plus mom or your kids have Disney Plus, all the time, George just goes, Mom, I want to watch a new movie. Same, George. Yeah. The, there is not enough content in the Disney Pixar realm, and I wish they would stop making live actions and come out with some more animated stuff. I mean, it has to be easier for them. Actually, I don't think it is. I think they take five ever on it. Mm. And you can tell, like, so we have Disney Plus and Netflix, and Tyler always jokes, like, you can tell the movies that are on Netflix that, like, didn't get bought by Disney because they're, like, just not as good. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, they're just, like, kind of trash. Mm. But I just wish we had some more. I'm needing some more, like, kids movie content. Yeah. Like, personally. we need new uh just like some fresh stuff i need fresh stuff like we don't need to remake no and like frozen came out in 2012 i think frozen altered my brain chemistry frozen altered i went in theaters twice me too me too i I went twice too it it altered my brain chemistry i was a full-fledged adult yeah like every bit of of 22 years old i think i took tyler to go see it yeah but like that came out in 2012, and then they've had a second one. Okay, it's 2023. It came out in 2012? I'm like, let me look it up. I think so. Wait, that we were in high school. There's no way it came out in 2012. November 27th, 2013. Oh, my gosh. So, I'm just saying, we're 10 years <gasps> out, and they've come out with a second one, sure. But, like, 
what else do we got? Like that was like, and then Moana was nice and Kanto was nice. I'm just saying like, I feel. And Kanto was good too. I feel like they should be able to pump out the movies quicker. If yeah. we can pump out two podcast episodes a week, Disney should be able to pump out at least five new movies. And I would like look up like new Disney movies coming out and they're like nothing. Yeah. Anyway. I cannot believe Frozen came out 10 years ago. I know. That fact alone is altering my brain chemistry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay. Anyway, that was my dump. I was really passionate about it. I had to get out of my I'm chest. happy that you did, Elizabeth. Yeah, thank you. Okay. I want to talk about um, Ballet Flats. Did we talk about this? No. Oh, wait. Ballet Flats 2010 style is coming back. Yeah. Get Start cringing. But I am here... I am obsessing. I am here for the ballet flat trend. You're so excited about it. I'm so excited about it because as a tall girl, I'm looking for a trendy shoe that's not a heel. And for so long, we had all these like chunky platform shoes, which was fine. But like, I don't need an extra two inches. Mm. I, I just want to wear the cute trendy sneaker. And now I'm six one. And I just like didn't always want to be that. So I'm excited about the ballet flats. Okay. Um, and here's what I've been loving about TikTok recently. And here's why I like TikTok. <laughs> I wanted to invest in a ballet flat, but I was like, am I really going to wear it? So I went to TikTok and I said, outfits with ballet flats. Mm -hmm. It served me nothing but incredible content creators doing truly the most. And now my algorithm knows I'm interested in outfits with ballet flats. Yeah. So on my page, it's always like three easy outfits to wear with your ballet flats. And now I can justify the purchase because uh, I've seen so many outfits work with ballet flats. Yeah. It just like that has not hit Instagram. And that is just so obvious of how... Instagram and TikTok are not on the same. And I think... and this is I a, have not seen any of this. And this is absolutely no shade to the Instagram fashion bloggers because I do, I do like some of them. They need to start revamping their content, though. Their content feels very dry to me. Mm. Like, I need okay. a little bit more to me. Some of them, it's so much about, like, links, 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 new things, new things, new things. And it's not enough about... Like, I don't need to see the new arrivals. Yeah. I, need to, I don't... I don't. I can see the new arrivals I on the website. I need to know how to work with what I bought uh, that you told me to buy three weeks ago that now you don't care about right so here's what can i shout out one of my favorite fashion bloggers on instagram yeah i'm gonna pull up her name so it's right she's actually like i feel like trying to teach women how to dress and not just being like here are the new arrivals like i don't need new arrivals yeah okay merrick white is her name let me see let me see her her instagram page is called merrick's art fun fact is she just moved to st louis so we <gasps> probably need to hang out with her oh my god merrick and she does such a good job. She is the Instagram fashion blogger to follow. She does such a good job, like teaching you how to work with things. And she does like she does this one series where she's like one skirt style for the se for the season. And she takes one anthropology skirt, a little bit of an investment, 150 bucks. But she shows you how to wear it for every season. Yeah, she goes. And it's totally obtainable. And it's so cute. She goes, fall outfit fall outfit ideas when it's too hot for fall clothes. And okay. it's, she, it's just like and, a carousel of and a bunch of outfits. You know what that is? Good helpful. Kind of helpful, yeah. Helpful. Three styles of skinny jeans. Three styles of jeans to try out if you're branching out from skinny jeans. How to transition an outfit from summer to fall. Like, that's just so helpful. Yeah, it is helpful. White jean outfits you can copy for the rest of the summer. One piece, four seasons. What to wear to back to school events. Teacher outfits you can mix and match. Like she's actually just giving it. Yeah. She's like taking pieces and yeah. teaching you how to style them. I love that. That's helpful. And I've seen some cute TikTok girlies, but like they're, the problem with it, the problem with, I think, being a TikTok creator is I just I don't need to follow you, though. I saw your video. I checked the box. I'm not invested. I'll yeah. see you next time on my FYP. Like I'm just not invested as I get in my 
Instagram girlies, but but they have so many more followers. I know, but like their followers don't mean anything. Mm. I, don't, I shouldn't say that. They don't. It's not that they don't mean anything. They don't. An, an Instagram audience is more engaged. Yeah. Okay. So that was one of my so things. ballet flats are in. Okay. So anyway, I bought a pair. So then I was like, what are we all buying for the ballet flats? And then all the TikTok girlies told me that they're all buying the Rothy's ballet flat. Oh. It's actually more. Wait, I have those. <laughs> no, you don't. It's actually more of a Mary Jane. So ballet flats are like in, but really it's like a square toed Mary Jane that the people are quaking about. And all these cute little TikTok girls were like, oh, the Rothy's are sold out. Oh, Rothy's are sold out again. And I have Rothy's and I love them. So I was like, let me go to Rothy's. They randomly only had my size left. So it felt meant to be. And I bought them. Haven't come in yet. But I'm very excited about the ballet flat Mary Jane trend. I'm not as you know what? I think that I don't have the right body type for it. Well, and then here's what I like about my TikTok girlies. They're honest. They go, if you're curvy, don't wear ballet yeah, flats. And I, and I'm, and I have, because I you curvy. will look curvy with like, you'll look like a Pixar character. That's what I look curvy like. With like a little, t- yeah, I don't, I don't like, I know they won't look good on me. So for that reason, well, I, I hope they look good on me because I feel like we're not that different looking. Uh, I'm more, way more curvy than you. Uh. I have bigger hips. You're more like a lightning rod. <laughs> <laughs> the row back to last episode. Gosh, that was traumatic. Okay. Uh, I think I have something else. Let me look. Okay. I saw this thing and I just thought it was cute. I wrote it down. So you know the word like trigger? Yeah. Well, I saw this content creator and she goes, you want to know what the opposite of a trigger? Hmm. It's called a glimmer. A glimmer. And it's something that you see that like sparks like. Oh, cute. Like a happiness or like a memory in Sweet. you. I, I just thought we like it triggers like probably the most overused word. That has to be the word of like the 2020s is triggered. Everything is triggered. It's triggering. You're triggered. We're triggered. Our generation's triggered. So now it's like, oh, that's a glimmer. So is it a glimmer or, or am I glimmered? I think you're glimmered. I like that. So you'd be like, oh, my kid's playing outside. Like, that's a glimmer to an eye. That glimmers me. I don't, I don't know all the different tenses. I mean, yeah. I don't know all the different tenses. I just wanted to get but that off a my... But it's a sweet thought. Yes. Um. Oh, I have an important announcement. What? Zoo pals are back. <gasps> Zoo Pals paper plates are back. They were discontinued in 2014. First of all, why? That is such a good question. How are they not like making it? If you don't know what a Zoo Pal is, um, look it up and then you'll say, oh, I know exactly what those are. And it's crazy that like no one else cornered the fun paper plate market. Right? Missed up. Yeah. So I'm going to, I think you can only buy them online. Also, missed up. So the hefty brand has been overwhelmed with countless messages, phone calls, social media posts, and petitions, and now they are excited to say they're officially bringing back Zoo Pals, so our fans can really relive they're their fondest sold out memories. On they're already sold out on Amazon. Target and Amazon is where you can get them. Well, they're sold out on both, so good luck. But like, why did they go away? There was due to lack of demand in 2006. That's disgusting. I disagree. Yeah. That's a, that's a, they're covering something up. So. Yeah, Zoo Palgate. They were discontinued in 2014, so I guess they tried to give it a go, but they, I think they started going downhill after 2006. So yeah, you guys, they're sold out on both. Mm-hmm. A 15 count is three dollars and fifty nine cents. Seems expensive. Maybe it's not though. I don't really use paper plates very much. Well, they are so cute. Which one would you always want to grab for? Um, do you remember? I liked the duck. I think I liked the ladybug. We had them growing up. The whale's cute. The whale's cute. I like the duck. I like the pig. It's like not very good proportions, though, because it's like one side's for good for dipping. And then like, what's the other ear for? Like they put broccoli and it's like, that's not enough broccoli for the amount of 
mac and cheese on that plate. Mm, I don't know. Maybe portions were different back in. <laughs> portions you know. and priorities were different back then. Yeah. Okay, Liz, do you have anything else on your dumpity doo No, that's it. Okay, let's next go to what do you want? Our advice segment? Yeah. Okay. I'm kind of like feeling like I want to tell people how to live their <laughs> life right now. This is from Jen. Hi, Kelly and Liz. I absolutely love this podcast. You've made my house chores more bearable. I need your advice on a wedding situation. One of my husband's friends from college is getting married this fall, and my husband is a groomsman. Originally, I was excited because I love a good wedding. I but I could tell by the location and formal slash white tie optional dress code, this one was going to be fancy. Turns out the wedding has started to seriously add up. We're not even to wedding weekend yet. The bachelor party was roughly $300. The tux rental was $280. Two nights for the hotel for the wedding weekend is around $700. And then you have the cost of gas and eating meals in the city. We're thinking everything's said and done. It will be close to $2,000. We have two kids and are currently living with my parents to save up for our first house. Money is tight since I transitioned to being a full-time stay-at-home mom. And it hurts my soul to pay pay for all of this. So my question is, what do we do about a gift? Is it bad if we don't do anything? Will they even know or think it's rude? I honestly could not tell if any of our bridal party even got us gifts. What would you do if you were in my shoes? That's a very good question. And weddings, being in a wedding is incredibly expensive. I know. So I feel you there. Um, I'm trying to think. What would I do? I don't do. I wouldn't get a gift. Sorry. They're not even. First of all, they're not even going to notice. Well, I'm trying to think of like, instead of getting, you know, a $100 gift, if there's something else you can do. I think she's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's doing it. I wouldn't get a gift. I don't think they will know. They won't Mm -hmm. know. And if they don't, they're never going to say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you agree? I did keep, I mean, I kept track. So I remembered who I sent thank yous to. So if I received their gift, I would say received, wrote a thank you, yes or no. So like, I know who didn't send me a gift. Do you? Yeah. Because how else am I supposed to keep track of? Because they all come in like months in advance and then even after the wedding. And so I wanted well, to make sure you, that so I did wrote. Did you write down everyone's name and then when they got you a gift, then you put a gift next to their name? On, on my Excel sheet where I had the guest oh, list. Oh, that's crazy. That is how, and the addresses because I had it all so organized. So you know everyone who didn't get you a gift? Mm-hmm. I do. Are there some shockers on there? No, I mean, I don't know. I guess I guess I just didn't really care. I guess I just didn't really care that much. So do you care that they didn't give you a gift? Um, some people, yes. Some people, no. Right. And that's just uh, that's just that. But yeah, you're spending so much money on on them. I feel like you're probably fine to just not. Well, also, you here's the thing. Like if you. You do not need to go. You do not need to stretch yourself financially. Exactly. And I think if they, not that they should know that, but like they should, they would understand yeah. if they knew that. And I think that's fine. Yeah, I agree. I think, don't you think it's better to, do you think it's better to knock them a gift than to get them like a little something? Because then it's like, why they only get me a little something? Whereas like they might not notice if you didn't get them something. Yeah. That it's kind of like that be. birthday party conversation we had. But, but you know what is what? when I mark that they got me something, I wrote my thank you note. I don't know. I didn't write down what they got me. I didn't attach a price point to it. So I just like have it highlighted that so-and-so got me a present. I have no mm. idea what it was, but it's just like, I just had to know that I wrote the thank you note. Maybe get them something not on their registry because then they don't know the price. Yeah. If you're, if you're going to do it, get them something not on their registry, like maybe like a bottle of wine or something and like, like to like wine glasses or like like make it like a cute no here's what i would do okay i have some different advice here's what i would do i would go to etsy 
I'd find them some personalized thing, mm-hmm. like a personalized cutting board for like $25. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know how much a personalized cutting board costs. Yeah. With their last name on it. And like, look at you doing the most. It's personalized. Yeah, that's true. That's what I would do. That's a good idea. Don't do it on their registry because then it's like, wow, they only got me like three out of my five hand towels. Yeah. That's toxic. Yeah. Registries are kind of toxic. They are and they aren't. Yeah. Because it would be so much more anxiety to just buy them something. (laughs) I don't think so. Okay. Okay, so that was our advice segment. And if you want to leave your own advice, you can write into hello at thecarmomofficial.com. And today's episode is brought to you by ZocDoc. You guys know that feeling when you finally find the thing you've been searching for. And the beautiful thing about the internet is in most cases, you can get it in like two days. So how come when you finally find the right doctor, you have to wait sometimes months for an appointment? That's why I love ZocDoc because it makes it easy to find a top rated doctor in your area who actually has appointments. You don't have to worry about wondering if they take your insurance or if they're available because you can look on their site and find great doctors who actually have amazing reviews with many appointments available within 24 hours. ZocDoc is a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for the ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat almost any condition you're searching for. All these doctors have verified reviews from actual real patients, not bots. Go to ZocDoc.com carpool and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com carpool. ZocDoc.com carpool. Today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I take AG1 in the mornings after breakfast and it makes me feel like I'm doing something good for my body and like I'm covering my nutritional bases. To be honest, it's hard for me to keep up with a supplement routine that comes with a bunch of different products, which is why I love AG1 because AG1 makes it so easy. It's just one scoop and a glass of water. That's it. And each scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients of the highest quality. AG1 was designed with ease in mind, so you can live a healthier and better lifestyle without having to do a lot. It's kind of like the best healthy life hack. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash carpool. That's athleticgreens.com slash carpool. Check it out. Okay, listen, I just kind of want to move right along to industry news where I spilled the hot tea going on in the auto industry because it's quake worthy. I bought the edge of my seat. Okay, the first one about it. is from Daily Mail, which like Daily Mail having auto news. What? Ford CEO Jim Farley admits electric F-150 Lightning will have to improve after he waited 40 minutes to get the battery up to 40% in the $50,000 truck. So this is iconic. You might have seen this, but Jim Farley did a road trip in F. He's the CEO of Ford. Yeah. He did an road trip on Route 66 in a Lightning. Love that. Love. CEO Jim Farley set off for a road trip down Route 66 to showcase the company's cutting-end electric F-150. He posted regular updates to Twitter and LinkedIn, uh, and he headed from Palo Palo Alto, California, to Las Vegas, but admitted facing an uphill struggle. He says, I stopped at one of the most popular charging sites in the country, and low-speed charger took me about 40 minutes to get 40%, he told his followers. It was a really good reality check for what some customers go through and the importance of fast charging and what we're going to have to do to improve the charging experience. Thank you. No, 
Thank you. Thank you, CEO, for saying, let me test my product out. Also, like, such a good PR move, such good content. Like, that it's, is so it's good. PR genius. That is so good. It's PR genius. I have so much respect. And, I, like, I love the honesty. I love the honesty. Makes me trust Ford more. I feel heard. Yeah. Like, the way that some manufacturers are just trying to shove electric cars down our throats, and that's us in middle America, are like, wait, hold on hold on that doesn't really work and they're like yes it will yes it will and you're like well no it doesn't and jim's like jim's like you know what we got a ways to go but it it, we're gonna get there he says he says we're positive yeah good i love that Mm -hmm. was that the quake worthy one yeah okay i do think that was i think that was a very good story okay and you know what that's like a really good easy one to just like bring up at your next back to school night Here's one of his tweets. No surprise charging can be a challenge, but still learning a lot and seeing firsthand the issues our customers face. This is why we're working with Tesla to provide Ford drivers access to 12,000 superchargers and our EV certified dealers are installing fast chargers at their dealerships. will help us improve the EV experience for our customers. So there we Good go. on you, Ford. We got, it's kind of a Ford heavy um, industry news because that's the good news about Ford. Here's the bad news about Ford. What? In Ford's EV push, their three gas models are going out. CEO Jim Farley recently said the company plans to quadruple hybrid sales in the next five years. Meanwhile, three long-term products, the Escape, the Edge, and the Transit Connect, are slated for the scrap heap. Wait, say them again. Escape, Edge, and Transit Connect. Really? This is tragic. This is real. Uh, this is honestly tragic. This I, is tragic because I actually like both of those cars. So then this is, this is from Automotive News, and it just kind of like breaks down all the different four models and like what the heck they're up to. So here's what I wanted to read too, because this, I'm just saying, I'm not saying that there's a connection, but there feels like a connection. Ford's full size SUV is having an excellent. This is for the expedition. Ford's full size SUV is having an excellent sales year, with U.S. deliveries up 48 percent through July. Wow. I I probably had something to do with that. I mean, certainly. Where's the commission? Where's the LTK link? Where's the LTK link? Um, I love the expedition. I honestly miss it so much. Yeah. Minivan yeah, life. Where are you? Well, I mean, your carnival's just like had issues. I know, but I think we're past the issues. I do. Yeah. I just don't like it. I It's not that I don't like it. I don't. I think I prefer an SUV. Okay. I don't think it's anything to do with it being a carnival. I, was say. I don't want. I mean, you guys. I'm in these cars all the time. Like, I know what an Odyssey has to offer. I probably. I. I would maybe like it better. So what? Is I wouldn't it? like it better. I. Just I really don't like the drive of the minivan. Okay. I like sitting up higher, and I just don't like how I feel in it. Like, which I know sounds silly. But I just don't. I just like. I yeah. like how I feel in an expedition, and I don't really like drive my kids places all that much like i take them to daycare and i Mm -hmm. pick them up and then but i I mean i guess that's not true i'm just in my car a lot without my kids so you want to be in something that's not your minivan i get that and kelly i think that's i think that's okay to feel that way yeah i mean it's fun like i'm gonna i'll probably have the carnival for a couple of months and i don't know what i'm gonna do next i might look into trying to find another expedition or maybe i'm gonna try like a yukon or something yeah i just miss a full size yeah or maybe like a tahoe or something mm-hmm. do you, um, how do your kids like it or do they not notice i don't think they care yeah it's so funny like cars all the they're time in cars all the times so whenever we get a new press car george is like i want to take the blue one like they're kind of oh bra- like they're kind of brats. <laughs> honestly, I'm like, we're not taking. We have like a Chevy Equinox this week. Mm-hmm. I have a Chevy Equinox and a Lexus RX, and I'm like, no, 
Well, you said something interesting about the Equinox. What did me. I say? You said that this might be, this would be a contender for a car you would get Hattie. Oh, yeah. I do like the Chevy Equinox. Like when she's 16. Yeah. Why a, is that? I like all the, I like their teen driver tech. Like I've talked about that okay. before. I okay. like the teen driver tech. I like the size of something like the Equinox. Um, I just think it's a good, I think it's a good five passenger option. Yeah. I also think the Escape is and apparently, and the Edge, and apparently both of those are going to go away. So That's it says, crazy. the Edge will be discontinued next year as Ford prepares to convert the Oakville assembly plant to build an EV facility. I love the Ford Edge. The Ford Edge is one of my favorite five passenger cars for three across. This is disgusting. This is disgusting. <sighs> the Escape, it said Ford refreshed the Escape crossover this year. Um, and it also, the Escape also has a plug-in hybrid option. But as things stand now, Ford has no plans for a next-generation gasoline or hybrid model. Production is expected to end in 2025 before the electric crossover replaces it. Disgusting. Disgusting. Such a shame. Such a shame. Ford, I'm disappointed in that. And, like, your CEO literally just said we have a lot of work to do. Yeah. So... Maybe that's what they're trying to do. I think people are going to be. I think people are going to be really sad about that. Those cars. I'm. I'm, Those are popular cars that I recommend a lot. So Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do about that. And so, like, what does that do for someone who buys like a 2023 Edge? Does that does the Edge go down in value, or does it go up in value, or neither, or you don't know? I I I want to say I don't know because I think it's going to go up in value. Per I think any gasoline car is going to continue to go up in value because i don't think people want electric cars yeah i just i mean i'm looking at these numbers they are not selling and the manufacturers are even starting to admit it because my next story this will be my last story for industry news it says this is from autoblog evs are the only cars you can get a deal on right now and this is entire Mm. article about clearance deals on bloated ev inventory so we have um it says on average electric cars were selling for around two thousand dollars over sticker last year this year average transaction prices for non-tesla evs are coming in about 1600 below sticker we're definitely seeing slowdown for some mainstream ev brands part of that is tesla flooding the market with cheaper models so like tesla's doing some more but like all these other ones are just not they're not selling so I don't know. It says that the base price for the Lightning dropped by about $10,000 last month. $10,000. That's crazy. I know. That is so insane. So I think that being said. So if you were wanting to buy an EV, now might be the time. (laughs) Literally. I mean. I don't know. I'm really not trying to be a hater. I'm just not that into it. Sorry. I'm not that into it. Yeah. Like I've been driving them more and more. Like I just. What did we have? What did I just have? Oh, I had the Mach-E. Then I had a Lightning. I'm getting a Nissan Aria next week. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, they're just also like, they're not as cool as I think they were. And they're so expensive. So mm-hmm. like the Ford Mustang Mach-E, you're like, okay. okay. Like, it's not like it's this Tesla. Like, I think when people think EV, I think for so long we thought Tesla. And it was like, so cool. And all these fun features and so expensive. And yeah. it's a status thing. And now it's just like a freaking SUV. Yeah. That you can't. That is that is way more expensive. And you have to have a charger at home. Yeah. I'm going to see if my next demo can be maybe like the Sorento hybrid. I really want to try a hybrid. I think hybrids are, are stunning. I would really love to like try one out for a couple of months. Anyway, that was industry news. And I feel like we kind of spilled the hot tea going on in the auto industry. I would agree. Whether they like it spilt or not. 
Okay, are you ready for Ditch the Drive Through? Where we give you an easy dinner recipe to mix it up to get you out of your dinner, dinner rut. rut. Okay, I have a real Ditch the Drive Through, but first we had some people send in their child's. <gasps> oh, thank goodness. Their hot lunch, hot lunch menu. Hot lunch menu. So, who is this from? I, I'll just say Jen. Hi, Kelly and Liz. I'm a teacher and thought I'd share our lunch menu with you guys. Not much has changed and it honestly slaps. It doesn't say it, but there's always pizza on Friday. Sometimes they get fancy and give us buffalo chicken pizza or chicken bacon ranch. Oh. Also, never thought about a teacher who eats a hot lunch. No. <laughs> Actually, there was this girl when I was on TikTok. She was a teacher and she would always show her teacher lunches because she always got the hot lunch and she would just post what she's eating what she got from the cafeteria that day love and i loved seeing it love okay so tell me more and she did say in regards to the class question we don't get to pick our the kids in our class it's usually random i thought they did pick for pick i think ha- they should happy to they don't oh i feel like they should <laughs> okay this was the august menu i'm gonna sure read a couple days chicken tenders whipped potatoes roasted broccoli fruit variety ice cold milk Slaps. It's always ice cold milk. The, the fruit variety, I'm imagining it's like the one it's with like the, the cherries. Yep. Those were nasty. Those are disgusting. Okay, what? Hardwood smoked ribs, mac and cheese, coleslaw? That sounds fantastic. Hibachi chicken with chicken <gasps> and vegetable dumplings, fried rice. That sounds amazing. Um, Save some of these for like future dishes drive throughs No, that's why I'm reading them. Baked potato with pulled pork ch- or a chicken ranch stuffed potato with a dinner roll, corn on the cob, baby carrots i like that how they're kind of like themed no they they go together burger bar with toppings seasoned fries and coleslaw wings bar what (laughs) wings bar what build your own nacho meat lovers buffalo chicken spicy beans and salsa this sounds fantastic sign me up cheesy breadsticks curly fries barbecue baked beans yum angus beef hot dog like i'm into it yeah I'm into it too. The ribs? Hamburger steak, sauteed peppers and onions, whipped potatoes, cucumber slices. So, like, this sounds lovely. Lovely. Okay, and then here is our, let me find the dish to the drive through because this was a good one. How have you been cooking? I f- still kind of feel like I was like in survival mode up until get, sending James today. I mean, I still feel like it, but it was just like, uh, I, you know, I, whatever, I'm just gonna have frozen pizza tonight because I don't, I didn't go to the grocery store or they gave me most of my order at the pickup, but I didn't get it all. Um, pick grocery pickup. That's what my reminders was about. <laughs> I had this written on our uh, reminders app that like tells us what we're going to talk about in our dump. And I said, help with pickup. Couldn't remember what it's about. It's about grocery pickup. I'll save that for the next episode. Okay. That's so fun. Um, like, you know, so I just feel like I've been in survival mode and not really cooking that much. However, last night I did make pork chops, which I love pork I chops love a pork in a cast chop. iron. Yeah. Yep, um, yep. And did you do the Trader Joe's chili oil Brussels sprouts? Uh, no, because my teeth were hurting last night because I got my cavities filled, but I'm going to try them tonight. I did it last night. And? It was okay. Ah, Elizabeth. Yeah. So I just roasted Brussels sprouts and then I got the chili onion oil from Trader Joe's. It's just like I need, it needs to be a little bit sweeter. Sweet, sweeter, thicker. Like it's just, it's literally just like an oil. Like I'm it's just work not it. much I to it. I might add some cornstarch to it or something. You need to add something to it. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. Okay. But here's a ditch the drive through idea. This comes from... I honestly don't know how to pronounce your name. I'm going to say Ronnie. It says Ro- Ronnie Ann. 
Okay, ladies, I made this tonight and it's so good not to share. And it's too good not to share. Crock-Pot teriyaki chicken with chicken thighs. You can make your own teriyaki or buy a bottled one. Add sauce and chicken to the Crock-Pot for four hours on slow. When it's time to eat, heat up the frozen pre-made rice and then you could saute some broccoli and carrots or you could just do some frozen ones. Simple, yummy, and easy. Enjoy. I love a two-ingredient Crock-Pot recipe. It's a Crock-Pot recipe that's Mm -hmm. a different variety. We've done the buffalo. We've done the barbecue. Mm -hmm. Now we're doing teriyaki. Chicken thighs, teriyaki sauce, done. Sign me up. Do what you will. That sounds great. That was a pretty Thank easy you. and good one. Thank you for that. And if you only have your own dish to drive through, you can write into hello at thecarmofficial.com. And please do, because we need some new ones, you guys. Yeah, because... I mean, last week I gave pigs in a blanket. Like, we're desperate. Yeah, and I'm not making dinner, so we're super desperate. We're about to have to... So, okay, actually just go to the drive through <laughs> You know what? Low-key. Um, okay, Cal, who's leaving our review this week? I think it has to be the Escape and Edge girlies, because I'm Cause worried about them. I'm worried about them, too, and they're gonna they're not going to last forever. So if you are an Escape or an Edge driver, head over to our reviews, sound off, tell us your credentials, and tell us why you're loving the podcast. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Carpool Podcast, and we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.